Welcome aboard, Captain. Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek for the voyage home, one minute at a time. I'm Crystal Sal. And I'm David Soker. Hey, Dave. Chris. It's Friday. That it is. Uh, so yeah, here we go. We are back uh, talking about minute 36 of the voyage home. Uh, minute 36 starts with Scotty dropping all the bad news. And ends a minute later with Kirk asking where they could find some nuclear reactors. <laughs> I mean, you just take a left and head right up the road, right? Sure. Are they, they're all over the place, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Scotty dro- dropping all the bad news. He started uh, last minute, right? They, they're dead in the water. They're going to be visible. Uh, the crystals are decrystallizing. Um, in any case, now they can't, they're not going to have enough power to break out of Earth's gravity to say nothing and getting back home. So he's like, just doom and gloom. Yeah, he's, (laughs) he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's a wet blanket. (laughs) Or he's just, he's just really trying to, uh, you know, really trying to make that miracle worker thing. Yeah. uh, Just work in his favor, right? When he, when it all comes through is look at all this, look at all the things he accomplished. Right. All these problems he, uh highlighted they're, they're all going to be solved um, and then you know uh you know the natural reaction is you know which is kirk's is like i can't believe we've come this far only to be stopped by this and then he's like is there no way to recrystallize the dilithium to which scotty basically laughs at him <laughs> <sighs> sorry sir we can't even do that in the 23rd century and that's Idiot. a that's a record scratch right there for me like whoa they can't they can't solve that problem at home. Yeah. What, what are they going to do here? They're going to have to dock brown it. Steam <clears throat> engine. Well, you know, so here's in the part of the, the minute that I, I, I guess I just don't get. So they're talking to Scotty, who, by the way, is probably the expert on how the engines work, right? Yeah. Like how all that systems work. So he's probably the expert. Not to mention that Spock is, you know, as I've been saying, smartest man alive. But Scotty's like the the, the subject matter expert back there. For sure. Why did they leave and not include him in the conversation? Well, <laughs> why did they, I mean, why did they walk out of the room and, and continue? Yeah, they told, they, I mean, is, is Kirk like just disgusted with him at this point? Like, yeah. because, you know, Scotty says, you know, sorry, sir, we can't, we can't even do that in the 23rd. I mean, he just like, he just like walks away. Yeah, and like if you, as they walk out of the room, it looks like Scotty's just like stare, still staring at the. You can see him way in the background. Is he just staring, watching the? Like the, no, yeah, the he, turn, he turns around, but he's yeah, he's just standing there watching the crystals like, like slowly well, dissipate. It's like nothing else for me to do here. <laughs> but you know, as they're walking away, like Spock comes up with an idea, and I'm just like, what? I, I don't get why they. Yeah, why didn't they turn around if to like? There might you be a possibility. Like, I, Admiral, I have a, I have a possibility. Well, maybe we should go check with Scotty. You know, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the guy. He's the expert. You know. Yep. 
this yeah this whole thing i mean of course it's star trek of course we have to have techno babble uh, you know of course we have to yeah. you know have a technology solution um yeah but it's not there, there's so many troubling things with this because first it says first spock goes if memory serves there was a flirtation with nuclear fission reactors resulting in toxic side effects by the beginning of the fusion era these re reactors were replaced but at this time we may be able to find some right, right? so yeah. he yeah he gives us all kinds of like techno babble which is pretty simplistic for techno babble <clears throat> but then kirk says i thought you said they were toxic and then spock's like hey but i could construct this device that would get them yeah, I so. could do. I could do. I mean, this is like the epitome of why some people hate science fiction, is because you just write that one thing that's going to solve your problem without explaining how it works or what in reality it does. Yeah, I what? mean they they totally like idiotified the the movie by saying we could construct a device to collect their photons, you know, safely. Right. So is he in this? Theoretically, right? This 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 idea of his. I mean, they Scotty just got finished saying they don't even know how to do this in twenty third century. Right. Um, so did, is Scott uh, is Spock going to be a uh, you know a gazillionaire when he goes home because he's got this new idea of hey guess what I figured out how to do? Yeah. We can recrystallize dilithium. Like what? What you revolutionized space travel? Yeah, exactly. Like if you ever run, <laughs> I mean that that would be commercial on TV. You know, have you ever had this happen to you? <laughs> and you see this, you see your shuttle, you know, you know, conk out in the middle of space. Now comes Spock's revitalized kit. You've ever had trouble harnessing those toxic side effects from your fusion era reactor? Well, Spock's got the gadget for you. You know, I mean, that's like, yeah, no <laughs> gadget, like a, like a Mr. Fusion kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Refusion. Right. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Um, well, there we go. That's the minute. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, it's just silly. Yeah, they should have had this with 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 Scotty. I, I agree. Um, I, I'm surprised you didn't mention. You know, as part of you know Spock's idea here, he is yet again rubbing in. Uh, the rubbing it in about you know nuclear fission reactors resulting in toxic side effects, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh again, that's totally the 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 message. Yeah. Yet another thing that we're doing wrong. Right. Exactly. Uh, right. All those nuclear reactors, you know, they're creating waste and therefore harming people. Yep. Um. So the fusion era. He mentions the fusion era, which. Yep. Um. You know, I don't my my I actually have a book. I bought a book on Star Trek chronology, right? It's and it's like starts with I think you know when the first amoebas you know came right. together, right? That scene that Q when he brought Picard back in time said, "Oh, this is where humanity gets started." Oops, it didn't happen, you know. Uh, uh, so it has that whole timeline in it, and right. um, um, I don't recall where i was going with this is you know there's um we know there's a world war three um, yep that happens on earth um i don't know does it happen before or after this fusion era that he's talking about um because the few the world war three was pretty you know devastating wiped out mm. 
hundreds of millions of people. Right. Um, but I wonder if they had already figured out fusion. But we still don't have fusion, right? That's not a my my imagining. That's still that's still fiction. <laughs> um. But anyway, yeah. So this this the, the the timeline. I don't think they called out when the fusion era started. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. You don't know. Okay. I wasn't invited to those meetings. <laughs> so Spock's suggesting that they they go and well, it's find. Been around for a while though, I guess, because. Well, the sun is fusion, right? It's a big fusion. Well, engine. it's different. So he's saying fission. Nuclear fission, not nuclear fusion, because fission is the exploding of the atoms, which mm -hmm. is what most yeah. nuclear reactors do. Right. And they've been around for, I mean, I, I remember living in Pennsylvania when there was the Three Mile Island, uh, you know, accident. What? You were there? Yeah, I was in Pennsylvania at the time. Oh. That's why I got that third arm. <laughs> uh, if only you hadn't been downwind. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's been around for a while mm -hmm. and obviously this, this was, this was made in the eighties. So, I mean, I think today we think of it, I mean, I, I, I think of it today and I'm like, oh, nuclear power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No problem. It's just no messy. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. So it's toxic side effects. Oh, but yeah, I know in the eighties, you're right. It was, it was like, that was the, that was the hot topic because yeah. of things like three mile Island. That was still pretty fresh, right? That was the late seventies that happened. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, uh, Chernobyl wasn't until, was it after this? I think it was in 89. Um, that big accident, Chernobyl. Oh, I don't. Let's say it was. Was that in? <laughs> I don't. Oh, it was, oh, it was, it was a Chernobyl disaster. Also referred to as the Chernobyl accident was a catastrophe, catastrophic nuclear accident occurred on April 25th, 1986. Oh, no kidding. 86. I didn't think it was that long. I mean, I didn't, I thought it was in the nineties at least. Oh no, no. Yeah. Oh, so this was, so, I mean, this is a, this film that is even uh, more timely. Right, we're oh, we're absolutely. like we're like in the middle of the Chernobyl accident when the movie came yeah. out. Yep. Um, wow. You think they added that in just for that? <laughs> I don't Toxic know. side is, effects. Is he, can we? We should we look at his lips? Is he actually saying something else? But they they dubbed in. <laughs> they. <laughs> uh, all right. So blah, blah, blah. Spock says, "Let's go find some." Except, but you said they were toxic. Uh, and yeah, he's gonna now he's gonna create his, uh, his little, could construct little, a device. His little doodad. A little doodad. I just, they always got this. They've always, always got the stuff they need, right? What are they gonna make it out of? I mean, it just totally reminds me of red shirts. When at some point, I don't know if anyone's read the book Red Shirts, um, but it's this like hilarious take on how. Uh, the writers of the TV show of a Star Trek-esque TV show write all these crazy things, but it's really happening in like an alternate, like, I don't know if it's dimension or whatever. Yeah. And then there's like this one thing where the main character goes down into like the science room and he's like, how do we solve this problem? He's like, I don't know. We just push the buttons on this box and we wait. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? He's we like, you just, we just wait until the box is done and then we'll have the answer. That's awesome, <laughs> which is just waiting for the writers to finish. Right. <laughs> oh, that's clever. Yeah, that's a good book. 
Um, so, yeah. So that's what I feel like it's kind of like. It's like, hey, we're gonna, I'm gonna create this thing, and it's just gonna solve that problem. We can ignore it. Yeah. I get I got a little confused on it, you know he's gonna collect photons, um, right? Which you have photons yeah. we already we already know photons in Star Trek yeah. as well. A photon is a unit of light, I think, right? right? That's technically what it is in our science. But I, photons for me is always photon torpedoes, right? That's where I get. Um, that's where yeah. I tie it yeah. in Star Trek. I think right? that, yeah, I think that's where most people do. Photon yeah, yeah. So now they're gonna collect they're gonna collect photons and inject them into the chamber. Um, I don't know. I just feel that like those two things put together sound dangerous to me, right? Because I always think of photon as a torpedo. You're gonna you're gonna spray that into a into the engine. That doesn't sound safe. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but uh, okay. Theoretically, it's all theoretical. Yes. Where would you find these reactors? Theoretically. Hmm. To be continued, I guess. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's, you know, this is the second, uh, there's a lot of conversations happening in this movie in the hallways of the bird of prey. <laughs> I feel like this is the third conversation Kirk has had. He said, he said at least one other one with McCoy. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think we did, we have, uh, Spock and Savick say goodbye in the hallway or were they on the bridge? I forget what that was. Well, that was, she was leaving the bridge. He was coming yeah. on. So that wasn't coming. really a conversation. That was more of a, Hey, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, take care. Have your kid. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready for. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to get to the hit the streets of San Francisco. Yes, me too. Yeah. So, uh, shall we wrap it up? Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, it's Friday, and uh, Friday is the day we thank our patrons. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have a Patreon uh, set up for the show. Uh, if you head over to StarTrekMinute.com and click on Become a Patron, you can find out more details. But the gist is uh, you give us a little money to sponsor the show, and we give back all sorts of fun swag and cool things, including uh, a thank you on the air on our Friday episodes, which we're about to do. Uh, we also have uh, uh, stickers, and we have a, a weekly bonus episode that we do on weekends. Mm. Uh, so all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, so head on over to uh, StarTrekMinute.com and check out the details. Please and thank you. Uh, Definitely. So, yeah, so, but let's uh, let's take the patrons, shall we? We shall. We shall. Uh, I don't know whose turn it is to read the names. You do want to? Uh, I guess I'll go. You're going to go? Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll do it in alphabetical, I guess. Uh, sure. So our first patron to thank is uh, Captain America. Steve Rogers. Uh, Conrad. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, David in Solidarity. Hmm. David in Solidarity. Yeah. Is, is that a Star Trek reference? I don't know. Um, maybe he'll tell us. Or maybe he's just in solidarity with you? No, maybe. Is there I don't some, know. Are you, is it, have you been complaining about me off air? Oh, I always do. <laughs> and then we have our friends over at Giraffe Bear making all kinds of cool gifts, not just felting, but all kinds of really cool gifts. I think I saw a hat there today. Uh, that is true. Yes, uh, they're making lovely, lovely art there. Yes. Um, <laughs> I watch Star Trek on VHS in my mom's basement. 
Good stuff. Uh, that's a new one. Yep. Uh, is that wait? Is that a new patron or is that uh, someone who's changed? No, that's an existing one. Just changed his name again. Lovely. I think that was Worf's dirty sock drawer. Oh God! Well, at least he changed it. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, we like to thank Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Can Noonian Shane. <laughs> Good one. Uh, Sagacious Crumb. Yeah. Our friends, the Carlisles. Hey, the Carlisles. Timmy Bricks. Timmy Bricks. And our friends over at Vibrant Visionaries with uh, Heidi Bennett. Yes, Heidi is one of our, one of the um, tangentially part of the Movies by Minutes family, but she's got yes. her own podcast as well. Yep. So yep. thanks, thanks, Heidi. Um, we should do next next time we read, we do, and we should go, we should go in like chronological order. Who's our oldest oh, okay. patron to our newest? Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, if you want to be one, of, yeah, if you want to be one of our newer patrons, StarTrekMinute.com become a patron yep all right i'm done plugging cool <laughs> all right man have a weekend yeah you too we'll be back uh back in on monday talking about minute 37 of the voyage home here at star trek minute bye now goodbye